Uh, on a sunny all-star weekend in the Steel City. We're back on the Pick and Roll podcast. Good afternoon, Gavin. Afternoon. Um, yeah, the all-star game. Not. Uh, yeah, we go through this every year. We're not not really not really for us anymore. I don't think. But uh, I assume you won't be tuning in. No, I've got better things to do with, <laughs> with my last evening before work on Sleeping. Monday. Sleeping. Yeah. And uh, such, uh, Sleeping, getting some rest, you know. Is there actually a slam dunk contest? I think there is. Yeah, there is. It's a yeah. halftime. Oh, okay. It's halftime. Right. Interesting thing. I think they've just, it's like all ATL people pretty much, so, and the judges. So it's like oh. Dominique, Spud Webb, Josh Smith, right. Dee Brown is on there. Really from that neck of the woods. He must be, because they were saying they all have a connection to Atlanta, and I... Couldn't they remember him having any time in Atlanta, huh? so Andre three thousand will he be on there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Andre, big boy, uh, yeah. ludicrous. Yeah, I'll not be tuning in. I don't think. I don't think I've got. I, don't, I can't think. I've watched one live since maybe the Channel Four days. It was sort of MJ's last one, possibly. It's been a while, anyway. But uh, I do enjoy the dunk contest still. I don't think I've watched one live since. I watched the Royal Rumble live, folks. <laughs> if you know what I mean, like I don't. I think we're going way, way back. I, I think the last time, the the last time I w- actually watched one live was the It's All Right Magic Scotty. Yeah, ninety two. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the last one I watched fully live. Yeah, that might have been my second one, and I was just like, "This is boring. I don't." Uh-huh. Yeah, when you're younger, it's a bit more exciting, isn't it? Because you forget we didn't really get to see. A lot of the players from around the league. It's not like now when you've got league pass and stuff. It was kind of like, oh right, there's Alex English, or do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you never really got to see. Yeah, but I mean, like it's always yeah. different, isn't it? Like it's one of those where the time zone thing makes it a pain in the arse. So you stay up late. You're drinking coffee and shit. You're going for loads of pisses if you know what I mean. Your <laughs> nerves are shredded. Like you're just trying to stay awake to watch this thing, and and all you're getting is adverts for fucking State Farm or. <laughs> Chevys, or so. and you're just like, I can't even buy this shit, if you know what I mean, like, it's just, and it's one of those, it's like, remember, remember your first Super Bowl? Yeah. Like, it's like the most underwhelming, disappointing, dragged out, like, I think it was slow Bears, as uh, motherfuck. Bears, Patriots, Super Bowl The Fridge Walter Patriots. I think that was the first one I actually stayed up to, you know, to watch, and uh, yeah, a bit one-sided. But it's just it's so dry and like it's such a letdown of an event that like it's actually just better to watch the highlights the day yeah. after on YouTube. Yeah. You'll see all the same plays. No, I do look forward to the dunk contest. It's been hit and miss over the years, the last few years, but there's been some good ones. It's half time now, so it's going to be yeah. shit, isn't it? I mean, that's what they used to do in the G League, isn't it? They used to do it at half time in the All Star yeah. game. And it kind of was all right, but it sort of forces the format on a bit quick. None of that, like five attempts. Yeah. Yes, we are pretty much halfway through the season for a lot of teams sort of in terms of, sort of games played there or thereabouts. And like LeBron, I'm starting to give half a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Lakers, uh, they're just waiting for the playoffs, aren't they? Like kind of, we said, mm. uh, the start of season. But um, a lot of the predictions we kind of made on the pre-season pod have sort of come to bear fruit, especially kind of... The shitter teams, um, Atlanta, Minnesota, Detroit, were we were kind of bemused by what they'd done, and you can see where that was heading before the season started. Uh, if, uh, if you follow one of those teams, you got lost somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but you got lost somewhere way back in this NBA journey of yours. Yeah. Maybe maybe rewind that a bit. There's no shame. Get a compass, <laughs> reorientate. I don't know. Um, yeah, should we blast through? The kind of the standings and stuff, and give a, a bit of a state of play, state of the union, if you will. Yeah. Um, Philly in the East have um, they had a really good home record last season, but they're actually winning road games now, which is uh, sort of seen them top of the standings uh, in the East. Yeah. Um, the Docs seemingly brought a level of respect, I would say, to the coaching from Embiid, which has in turn elevated Embiid's game pretty much the MVP so far. Yeah, he's... Um, some of his antics still get on. <laughs> yeah, he's a <laughs> fucking dickhead. He's um, like a twat, but, uh, yeah. but he's like Shaq. Like, yeah. It's like Shaq or something. It really is. These yeah. days. Like, just in terms of being... How do you stop that? It's like Shaq with a free throw and a three-point shot. Yeah, he... Um, Rudy Gobert couldn't do anything with him the other night. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was, I was watching the 
we'll get to it later. I guess the All Star draft the other day, and just so like everybody's like, oh, why is I got to understand why Donovan Mitchell was picked? So, so like him and Gobert and Mitchell were the last two names mm. left there, and and he's like, why the fuck would you want Rudy Gobert? If you know, he's thinking he's got this reputation as being this sort of defensive stopper and stuff. But every time I've watched him this year go up against a decent center like Roy Hibbert, Roy Hibbert, or Jokic, he's got absolute destroyed. Like, Roy Hibbert, Whiteside, those dudes, they have like they have like two, yeah. three years max of like that jumping explosive intimidation and then slowly something chips away at him they get an injury somebody slams one on them and then it, it just goes they fall off a cliff and then once once they've fallen off that cliff you're just left with a massively overpaid albatross yeah i think he's decent against sort of 90 percent of the league but when it gets to the playoffs and you're playing against your anthony davis's and but he, he's paid as if he's the sort exactly, the ninety yeah, percent yeah. of the league's got to yeah. be shitting themselves of. Yeah. But yeah. What, what? Who does? Who's like? Oh no, they've got the Jazz and they've got Rudy Gobert tonight. Like that's they're gonna presents no problems at all for the other team on defense. Which, if you know what I mean, I, I always find that to be quite strange. Philly definitely seems to got the better of that Seth Curry. Josh Richardson trade, don't they? Uh, yes. It's not really panned yes. out great for, yes. for Dallas. So Yeah, they're just a... Dallas get on the shit in the trade, you yeah. don't say. <laughs> um, we'll come on to them. Yeah, we'll bit, talk yeah. about them later. Um, but yeah, Philly, it just looks like a more balanced team, doesn't it? And the, the, the parts seem to fit a lot better this year. It just seems that, to me, it just seems with Doc in order that the dog's wagging the tail and the tail's stop wagging <laughs> the dog a bit. If you know what I mean, that it feels like... Now suddenly that everybody kind of believes, whether it's true or not, that it, in they've got a GM now in yeah. Maury. They've got a coach, if you know what I mean, that like the organisational structure's there mm. and it's not about just pandering to whatever whim Simmons and Embiid may have. Yeah. Um, the East's wide open as well, really, isn't it, this year? I mean, Milwaukee aren't quite the sort of regular season juggernaut um, they have been in seasons past. And I think a lot of that, if you... Listen to Yanis in interviews and stuff. He's kind of alluded to the fact that, yeah, it's all about the playoffs now. It's yeah, like, you learned that lesson. Kind of, yeah, pacing, you, pacing. You get this with sort of the younger players, don't they? Yeah, when they're in the mid-20s and stuff, they want to win the MVP awards and stuff. We've seen this with Durant and, and Westbrook and stuff. And, you know, as, as they get older, you realise it doesn't mean shit, really. <laughs> yeah. Do you get, is there a trophy? Is there is there an actual ring? Does, does, is there a ceremony where Adam Silver gives you a fucking carriage clock that says MVP <laughs> on it? Like, like what what actually is it? If you know what I mean. Brooklyn nestled in there at the two seed. Um, Brooklyn, how quickly they became James Harden's team. Yeah, they really did as well, didn't they? It's, uh, I mean, obviously Durant's been out, hasn't he, for the mm. last sort of few weeks, and Irving as always misses time and stuff. But um, yeah, Halloween. it's. Um, Kind of different style, James Harden. We saw in Houston. Obviously, he seems to have got a lot more offensive weapons there. Yeah. Um, so he kind of just really leaned into that facilitator role more than sort of just being that one-on-one scorer, hasn't he? Uh, from from what I've seen, anyway. I think uh, what we're seeing is the liberation of James Harden. Now he isn't the one that all the pressure's on. Yeah. He knows, regardless of what goes in or what goes down. If they crash out in the end of the playoffs, you know he's. There's all the questions of who's going to take the last shot. Given that, he'd always give it up to Durant, mm-hmm. and he'd think he'd quite like it that way. Yeah. If you know what I mean, that like it's not all on James Harden's bearded shoulders. Yeah. Like the responsibility. We've, we've seen how that's gone, haven't we? In the last few yeah, years. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. It didn't go well. No. Didn't go well. So. Yeah. I I think yeah they've very very quickly become. His team, though, it's strange because I never really considered Carry even a point guard. Anyway, I don't know about you. He's always seemed like a better, you know, secondary option rather than sort of instigating the offense. And I think it's a better fit, really, for him. Just being able to just you know get the ball in stretches and do his one-on-one bits and stuff rather than having to sort of you know instigate the offense. Yeah, I, I think Carrie Irving's career is is punctuated or there's, there's a few very distinct chapters where you know what I mean there's, there's Cleveland where he got to be the man with the ball all the time and do what he want. And that didn't go well. That didn't go well, <laughs> did it? If you know what I mean. Then LeBron came and he got the ball out of his hands a lot more. He got to be that secondary yeah. option and he achieved some su- a, a 
a lot of success, yeah. knocking down game-winning shots, if you don't read it, the finals. Then he goes to the Celtics, where he gets pretty much pandered to and the ball, and he's the big thing, the final piece. And again, that didn't work out too well. No. So I, I think he's just, yeah, one of those who's... I think his brand of basketball might well stink out his, his teammates' yeah. attitude. And when given the that complete free reign to just bounce the ball, go backwards, cut in, cut out, go forwards, go round, go in a circle, cross, like cross up, go backwards, do an in and out, like, and then do like some <laughs> spinning layup. If you're the guy who's just busted the gut to get down the other end of the court for it, you're like... And then he is like a wet paper towel on defence, so... Yeah, that's the still the main question with this sort of team come playoff time, isn't it? I mean, it looks like they can pretty much outscore anyone, but um, just getting any kind of stops. I'll be uh, looking to flip him as soon as possible. Who, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, yeah. yeah. You can't imagine GM Kevin Durant's going to allow that to happen. Though, exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Uh, yeah, I think they're kind of all in with, with this team now. Sure, Mark's on gardening. I'll let the um, gardening leave. You still think there's maybe another sort of player... Maybe the buyout market or whatever who, who might end up on there, um, Thaddeus Young or a vet or someone just an adult who's gonna sort of give a bit on the defensive end. You still think maybe they need that kind of player? Um, Blake Griffin's out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> sure, what that does. Not, for not, you, not, not sure what he does for them in that regard, though. Yeah, the books have kind of just been trundling along, haven't they? Um, as we said, yeah. Um, depth. Just would appear to be an issue for them with me. There, I don't know. What's your thoughts on their season so far? Uh, they don't seem as deep as in previous years. It's because they're not. Yeah. yeah. But uh, equally, I think Giroux is the best point guard that's been there. Yeah. In terms of game attitude and ability, if you know what I mean. I think Giorgio was past it. Mm, I'm not sure. He had a really good year last year. I he think had a really good year, but I think that's. I don't. I think that's a Budenholzer's thing, isn't it? I think the speaking out about police brutality maybe did for his time there, possibly. Yeah, yeah Milwaukee's is a staunch state there, isn't yeah. it? With that stuff. Um, yeah, him and Sterling Brown mm. uh, quickly sharing the exit, but um, yeah, they're. Um, I kind of. They're not going to win the title. You could just say that. You could just say it out loud. I don't they're think they're not so. going to win I the don't... title. I don't think they're a serious I know contender. We, we always talk about these players making these leaps and stuff, but I. I, I there's a s- I don't think Yanis can sort of go any further. No, I think, we're ceiling, I think we've reached possibly, peak ceiling. Yanis, yeah. what's he going to do? Start nearly three. He's never going to be that sort of one-on-one sort of get you a basket kind of player uh, in, say, sort of a Kawhi Leonard mode, who you know you can just dump it to him and he'll get you a mid-range shot. Yeah, his shot he's, isn't he's not he's up nev- to that. I don't think he's ever going to get no, there. No. Do you? It's um, he's obviously. Very dominant as a kind of physical power force forward, stuff, but I just don't think the uh, yeah, I don't think that he, he's it's not the kind of guy I'd, I'd, I'd want the ball in his hands with sort of five seconds left on the shot clock in, in a big moment. I, I just don't think he's ever got there. I'm not quite sure he ever will either. No, no, I'd be he's ceiling is, and anybody who listens to us will know this, but he's topped out at like 1995 Sean Kemp, yeah. If you know what I mean, that sort of like dominant power forward. He was mm. fast, athletic, out of the way in the open court. If you know what I mean, yeah. but you're not giving him the ball to make the game on the line shot in the no. last ten seconds. No. That's not. He, he just doesn't have that unless he develops some kind of post up like back up, back him down game because yeah. he's got the handles to get people on switches. Yeah. So I don't know why why they haven't looked at that. More, they're trying to make him more of a this sort of modern backwards, but I think there's there's room for a wrinkle with him with a Kareem Skyhook or something. If he could get something like that that he could go to, then get out of the way. It always baffles me how no one's ever attempted to sort of recreate, recreate that. this Skyhook. Yeah, the guy's scored more points than any player in NBA history, <laughs> but now let's not shoot like that. It's it's just there's got to be some science behind it. I'm not aware of. I don't know. It's maybe he just had an incredibly unusually long. Arms or something, but Yannis like does that. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, how are you yeah, blocking yeah. that? Like, yeah. so that's what I mean. He needs to get some sort of, of wrinkle, some kind of yeah, unblockable shot, and like a, a two foot like back him down, stick your ass out, Charles Barkley turn around two from two feet <laughs> is worth the same two points that a three pointer with a toe on the line is worth. Yeah, yeah. If you know what I mean, like so, I don't. 
there's no way you can stop him getting to where he wants to. Mm, so, I, yeah, I, d I just, yeah, I think it's time to, they need to go a bit backwards, I think. Yeah. Uh, other contenders, well, supposed contenders at the start of the season in the East have, um, have scuffled uh, out the gate. Boston, Toronto, Miami have really had slow starts, haven't they? Uh, Boston has slow. Really Boston have missed their win. Their, their, as they say, window. It's it's all going backwards. Yeah, they they kind of the genius of Danny Ainge is looking like the recalitrance of Danny Ainge <laughs> as he just sat there on his pile of like picks and like rep that's just dwindled to like nothing. Yeah, a assets don't win you games, sadly, do they? Um, no, yeah. no. They, yeah, they just look like a five hundred team at times, haven't they? Um, obviously, Kemba Walker's very hit and miss as we. Kemba Walker to was on the, the last podcast. The Jeremy Grant, the 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 token the token guy in a thing, but the, of which there's always thirty or forty in the league that, if given the reins to a team and twenty shots a night, it's going to put up decent numbers. It's going to average twenty four a season, if you know what I mean. Like, it's and but that doesn't necessarily equate to them being part of a successful machine. They just don't move the ball very well whenever I watch no. them. Um, it's very predictable. It, you know, usually ends up with Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum having to sort of do something. It just doesn't seem to pop around like it kind of used. I mean, benches filled with youngsters that were promising two years ago and yeah. stuff. Like just, just. There's a lot of players who kind of like should they be on an NBA roster? I don't know. It's uh, I can't see them doing anything in the playoffs. Um, no, either. No, second round fodder. Yeah, Miami. Kind of seem to live or die by whether Jimmy Butler plays, don't they? Whenever he misses yeah. time, they they just don't, don't seem to have it. Um, and he has missed. At least kind of figured Duncan Robinson about a bit as well. Yeah, I mean, there's a few other players. His numbers aren't like they were last year, which probably never going to be sustainable. And obviously, he still shoots at a decent clip, but um, he's obviously very one-dimensional. Yeah, again, it's just playoffs with Miami, isn't it? It's they just need to have everyone healthy, and uh, there'll always be a tough out because. Yeah. You'd expect Jimmy will raise his game, and Bam Adebayo is still an all-star level player. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a struggle. But luckily, the <laughs> you don't have to win many games in a row to sort of shoot the standings in the East. Here, it's very no. clogged together, um, as we as can see by uh, sort of the Knicks being up there. Tibbs, we were the we, we were very um, you know. Doubtful about this, um, whether it would work and stuff, but uh, he's getting a tune out of him, Tib isn't he? Tibbs, this, this is like, this is Tibbs must feel like Paul Jewell in his sex tape <laughs> at this moment, if you know what I mean. Tibbs is, Tibbs is making us all look at his bare asshole. Oh, I've got to go, I've got on my lunch in a bit. Yeah. Jesus Tibbs, Christ. Tibbs is, Tibbs is, <laughs> Tibbs is flexing his little fucking shallots in all our fucking grills. Can you remember when we had uh, Bernie Lee on the podcast <sighs> uh, last, last year? He, he was, you know, he was adamant that now Tibbs is, he's one of the best. He's, um, you know, he's, he's elite and he will fucking, you know, catch on somewhere else. And what do a difference a coach and, uh, makes, though. Woo! And it has, it really has made a difference. The Knicks are fun again. I like, you know, Clyde's giddy, yeah. you know, when you watch the broadcast. He's watching them win games. Yeah, he's, uh, it's good. Um, but no, I've enjoyed it. The Julius Randle renaissance has... Uh, <laughs> it's been good to watch. It's been good to watch. Emmanuel Quickly's fun. Um I like it. It's good and uh, fair play to um, whether they'll make the playoffs or not. Um, Second iteration of Derek Rose. C can you think of a precedent for this, Derek Rose? Or Derek Rose is player who was pretty much Derek done. Rose has had two careers now. Yeah, there's two versions of Derek Rose, two very distinct versions of Derek Rose in the NBA. If you know yeah. what I mean. I was never really a fan the first of the first incarnation. But I mean, someone who went from MVP. He was literally league. nearly out of the league, wasn't he, a couple of years ago? Yeah, um, to to being like the Knicks basically waived him. Yeah, the, f the f first time around didn't really go well yeah. though, did it? Um, but um, yeah, he was then like rebuilt himself. Has a it's like Brandon Roy coming back and having a career after pretty much what happened to him. Yeah. If you know what I mean, like and being a different player who a different was a sort of ticking time mum, wasn't it, with his knees, but. Um, yeah, the, um, I don't know really. I can't it's, think uh, of an, an example where a player went from. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's similar to Vince Carter's. Um, Vince is the name that pops into my head because, uh, but he didn't have as major injuries though, did he? As Derek Rose, it was kind of just. I don't remember I think Vince was, was ever MVP. He was always either. No, but he was always just. I think it was just a longevity of his career. Yeah, but, um, he was never really going to maintain that level of athleticism, was he? But um, 
Yeah, Vin, Vince is a, probably the closest one I can think of. Because um, he was like a superstar, wasn't yeah. he? And then, yeah. yeah, to go from that to then at some point in your early 30s, late 20s or whatever, mm. to just being right, I'm, I'm accepting I'm a different, in a different I guess sort of level. John Wall, we're about to see whether sort of that's the way his career is going to go now. Um, it started off yeah. all right in Houston, but it's quickly gone pear-shaped, hasn't it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, um, yeah. Toronto, I feel a bit sorry for this season, just in terms of... It's got to be a bit of a fuck-up, you know, if you've got to completely move your fucking whole operation to another country and sit it's in. Just a joke. It's just, it's just yeah. a joke. How about yeah. there's any kind of... Equally, I, I don't think that's going to affect it too much, too badly. I just think they went all in on that one. It worked. Yeah, and, rightly and, so. And now there's just, you know, there's the morbid hangover. The holiday romance, it was a fling. If you know what I mean? It was it was the Louis Armstrong, just one of those things. They won the title, they all got the happy memories, and now there's just a hangover from that. Yeah. And that is going to hang around for a yeah. while. What do you think the odds of Carl Lowry being on that team come the playoffs are? 50-50? Yeah. I think they're hawking the fuck out of him, but who the fuck is taking that? Yeah, there's been some Philly noise, hasn't there? But you've still got to put enough sort of contracts together to sort of match the salary and well, stuff. Tobias Harris or something to go the other way? Uh, who else is on that much? I think he's playing too well. Yeah, who else is on that much money? I don't know. He's on a lot. He's Lowry. I'm not even sure what I get paid, so yeah, ask I mean, me what other blokes do. Probably have to be Danny Green going back to Toronto plus, you know, Mike Scott and, you know, something else. Terence Ferguson and some picks or something. But can you see sort of Philly wanting to do that? Not really. Well, no. it's tough. Yeah, I, I don't. I, don't I really can see, see Doc wanting to do that, and I can see Daryl yeah. Morey not wanting to do that. Yeah, do they? Because that makes no sense no. for more than like the next eight weeks. Yeah, the uh, the Pacers have again talking to teams who just what Indiana can't get everyone do. healthy. Can they? They can't. This is what Indiana do though. Yeah, they've never had their this proper starting yeah. five with the uh, TJ Warren. Everyone else fit at the same. Um, Caris Lavera, obviously, mm. um, healthy. So, um, yeah, they could look a different team come playoff time, but um, it's like another first, second round exit, doesn't it? They're like um, they're like the Bulls, but they've got slightly higher standards. Yeah. If you know what I mean, like they're, <laughs> they're more than happy to be coming in there, Indiana basketball again in the playoffs, but they ain't trying to make some noise. It's. Uh, that trade's not looking great for Houston now, is it? Um, now, Victor which one? Victor, <laughs> which fucking one? The, uh, the Harden one. Um, considering they got Oladipo was kind of the key piece they got back, and he's just turned down a contract extension with them. It's like maybe because he just took Caris Lever, and that would yeah. have been a better sort of young piece to yeah. sort of build around. It's, uh, it's well, again, what, what are we? Is it really? They might have skipped a bullet on that one again. Victor Oladipo had a good. 12 months in mm. what's become quite a long career now that has involved some very lengthy spells out injured. Um, I won't be excited at the prospects of paying him a shitload of money for many years to come. Yeah, it's just an asset play, isn't it? Though it's kind of like, what the fuck is that asset though? Yeah. Like, this is what I mean. It's this the NBA has this crazy idea that like something is worth something because you invested something mm. in it. But if it's no longer worth anything, cut that shit off and move forward. You need the salary cap space. It doesn't appear he's going to re-sign there, that's for sure. Yeah. Again, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Where's he going to go? <laughs> you think someone's going to pay him a load of money, but what? He'll just end up at Sacramento, Sacramento or Orlando or something, won't he? Yeah, back at Orlando. Um. I, just, I don't think it's just one of those players with an overinflated sense of himself. Atlanta, we kind of predicted before the season. We, we get a lot of things wrong on this podcast, but that was one we were absolutely... Just Bulls baffled eye. of what kind of team they'd put together, and um, Woo. it seemed Lloyd Pierce wasn't long for that job, and that's proved to be the case. Um, the Schlenkster in job preservation mode here, job preservation see. mode. Yeah. yeah, there's just the vibe of that whole team just stinks. I don't know. It's um, can we just admit that, like, basically, Rondo is like getting round a hooker who then decides to squat in your house, <laughs> kick you out, and squat. Like, you can't, like, you just, it, it follows him around. No, but playoff Rondo again. Playoff Rondo. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're not in the playoffs, does it? Yeah. 
What about regular season Rondo that's yeah. doing everything he can to sabotage your chances of getting into the playoffs? What about that Rondo? Yeah. Oh. Um, He's right smart. He just likes to punch himself in the face and blame others. Very good at Connect Four, apparently. Um, always, always. I hear that's, I hear that's how they do the IQ levels immensely. <laughs> Very good at Connect Four. Yeah, they are just, the, as we said, why you'd want to pay him and Gallinari and Bogdanovich and et cetera, the best part of 50 million. <laughs> it's amazing. When you've got a team sort of... It's amazing. Obviously, it's... Must be some some mandate coming from ownership, like we've got to make the playoffs or you're out of a job. That can be the only explanation for it, but um, it's all backfired massively. Hasn't to, it? to be honest, to be honest, with the likes of Bogdanovich and Gallinari, it looks like ownership was a little bit frightened by there's too many young lads with haircuts. I don't understand it, yeah. and that that franchise is is not not too distant history. I don't understand Trey Young's haircut. That's just, huh? Trey TL, Trey TL, ooh. Yeah, great stats, bad team, and is is that team bad because of his great stats? Yeah, you got to ask that question. No, I mean they brought those in. Cam Reddish has gone backwards, like backwards, backwards this year. They are, it's just like detrimental to what they were trying to do. And Collins, who, you know, looks very good catching alley oops and stuff. I can kind of understand why they probably don't want to give him max money, and that's probably what he's looking for because I just don't think he's good enough. There's this kind of assumption with these players after the sort of rookie contracts that if they're anything like decent, they should get kind of max money, which it just seems silly because you basically you're handcuffing yourself to that guy. Then, like we're seeing this with sort of Dallas and Paul Zingas at the minute, where it's kind of like, is this guy sort of good enough to get us where we want to go to? And we'll, should we really be paying him this amount of money? Do you know? What we'll I mean? get to that <laughs> motherfucker. We'll get to that motherfucker soon. Seriously, we'll get to him. Um, but, so uh, I can see sort of both sides of it there. It's obviously, they don't want to give him away for nothing, but um, I'd give him away for nothing. Like, but, like, but if he's not the guy, you feel is right. Let yeah, somebody let else go. fucking yeah, exactly. let somebody else fuck I, their future up. And I do agree with that. Let somebody sense. else fuck their future up. Like it doesn't matter. You paid him for their service. That's, that time has come to yeah. an end. There's no more like it's a job contract. Yeah. That's there all is it this, is. You don't this own obsession. this person. Yeah, there is exactly. not. They are not an asset to you. You just employed them. They were subcontracted the Atlanta Hawks for their basketball services for X amount of time for this amount of money, which you decided to pay. There's nothing that does not roll into another contract or renegotiation. With athletic them. bigs who can catch an alley oop. Fucking ten a penny these days. Yeah, Jesus are. Christ! Yeah. As we're gonna sort of see when we do our all-star draft. As it looks to me, as with regards to what we we're previously saying as well, that like you would think that as there's thirty teams, and you there was maybe room for thirty players total in the league, somewhere between thirty and fifty players total in the league to be on a max contract. Mm. In terms of like each team has. One, one guy and a couple of teams have two of these guys who are yeah. top level if you're outside of that top 35 40 players in the league you can get to fuck <laughs> and a lot of that is in projection and that is how i'll be doing it like yeah all right mike conley we're negotiating a five-year deal with you now at 32 you think you're gonna be this mike conley at 37 you not really looked around at the human race and understood how aging works <laughs> have you you know what I mean? So, no, I'm not going to sign that deal. But why? Because then we're fucking us. Well, we've seen how many times Chris Paul's been traded over the last just three years. Do you know what I mean? It's four or five years, whatever. Um, and it's all because he has so much money. Uh, <laughs> obviously, still a very good player. But, uh, right, he's um, a jigsaw piece you plug in, though, for now. And if it doesn't work, then you have to yeah. toss that off in the summer. Yeah, the rest of the East just a shit show, really. Um Oh, 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 wait, Washington aren't miles out of it, but um, they're just not very good. Rusty's um, found his level. Yeah. <laughs> um, Orlando, as I said, just the most unlucky. Are they unlucky? I don't know. Everyone just seems to Are they unlucky? Or is luck and disfortune like an excuse? Like, what's their fucking like warm up routine like? What's the, what, <laughs> like I this? Can't. I don't believe. It, so it's like there's a few words that we use a lot. And I always pisses me. One of them is accident. Yeah. There's no such th- somewhere, somewhere along this a chain of events, something went wrong in order for something to happen. If you know what I mean. And we just say accident, and it pars off because we can't be asked to find out the reason. And like franchises, 
They're not lucky. It's not bad luck. They're not fucking rolling dice to make decisions. Oh, if you know what I mean. Like, I, I, to be honest, actually looking at looking at fucking <laughs> looking at Orlando's draft history, it does look like they've got names on a board and they <laughs> spin somebody around in a blindfold and throw darts at it. But like, yeah, I feel I just feel sorry for Steve it, Clifford because he actually seems like a decent coach and he he seems always yeah. overachieving stuff and just he's just guy can't get a fucking break. It's just I don't know. Put it this way, if you swapped him and Frank Vogel, put Frank Vogel back on the Orlando Magic. Oh, yeah, he'd win the Steve championship. On the Lakers. Yeah. They'd win the title still, do you yeah. know what I mean, last year. So, yeah, I just... yeah. Well, that implies Frank Vogel's doing something, <laughs> if you know what I mean. At this point, Frank Vogel is, I don't know, fucking... The world's foremost Jerry Seinfeld impersonate. <laughs> yeah. what, would, what would Bob Carroll Jesus' dog called? Spit the dog. That's, that's yeah. who Frank Vogel is. Yeah. He's awful. <laughs> So yeah, not anything else on the east? Uh, no. no, not really. It's, uh, it's looking like sort of Philly and Brooklyn uh, and Milwaukee, possibly. No, it's out. looking like Philly and Brooklyn. Yeah, I think Milwaukee have kind of. I think we know what they are at this point. And I, don't, I don't think. I don't think they're good enough. No, I don't. Yeah, interesting. I, I think they'd have to have a fucking epic, epic semi-final series to beat either of those two mm-hmm. teams. And if they did, then they'd be so sort of exhausted that the other one would yeah. do them. Still not ruling Miami out there. Come playoff time. Oh no, I think they might be the fourth one in that semi-final equation. Yeah. But mm. not a classic Eastern Conference by any stretch. There, there's no one you're like, oh god, these are like a you know one of the all-time great teams. When you look at it, I don't know. It's not that inspiring. You know, if the Knicks are fifth at the minute, that kind of tells you something about the quality, doesn't it? Yeah. None, of, none of it is across the league. It's all a bit at the minute. Who knows? Uh, right, we'll have a short break and we'll uh, we'll have a nosy at the West. Jazz obviously keep keeping on. They've had the sort of the largest point differential in the league, which is usually a good indicator of how good your team is. But um, they always say this about the team that then flatters to deceive well, and then Milwaukee, wasn't spunks it, out in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, this reminds me quite a lot of Mike Budenholzer's Atlanta Hawks <laughs> team, where there's loads of underappreciated, undervalued players passing it around, and they all get in this like team basketball that everybody's like, yeah, no, this is good team basketball, and it's been successful. And then, look, what did that Atlanta Hawks have four All-Stars? Yeah. Is that yeah? Jeff Teague. And what did they do in the playoffs? Exactly. Smashed. Yeah. Smashed. Um... I think it's yeah. I think that's slightly better. Than that. I'm Donovan Mitchell. He does look like he's approaching that sort of Dame Lillard sort of level of sort of score and stuff. I, uh, I think it says a lot that we're saying he's approaching that level yeah. of players who haven't been good enough to get no. better teams over the hump by themselves. Yeah. I think it's sort of flat. It's just that kind of flattering to deceive regular season team in the West. I feel like they're doing a Milwaukee of last year. Yeah, I do like watching them play, though. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, it's what basketball's about, an exciting thing, but I don't think they're going to win the championship. Yeah. Vernon Maxwell on the on the Twitter there has got like an ongoing sort of feud with the whole fucking state of Utah. It's hilarious, <laughs> like literally on a daily basis, just <laughs> cracking absolute fucking zingers about the jazz <laughs> and uh, stuff. So, yeah, if you're on the on the Twitter, I'd, I'd advise to give him a good uh, a follow. I'll try and get him on at some point. He's... Uh, yeah, he's one of the funnier, funnier guys around. Yeah, Utah. Um, we shall see how this translates come playoff time. You still think they're kind of that guy who can do a half decent job guarding LeBron away from actually getting over the hump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I just don't see how that team, as it is, does any more than that team as it was last year, mm. especially. Yeah, the surprising Phoenix Suns. Uh, Second currently in the standings. Um, don't know, quite know what to make of it. I, I, I can't say it's a team I, I watch a great deal of. Chris Paul's, he does this, doesn't he? He does this. He's yeah. really good and he yeah. drags other players up. I think he brings a level of professionalism and mm. expectation that maybe players haven't dealt with before mm. in a locker room. I think he 
must it must bring a lot of that. But Devin Booker's amazing. Yeah, he's a really good scorer, isn't he? He's, he's fucking amazing at it. Like freed up, he'll drop fifty on you any any time. Yeah. Like he's and given somebody else who can do that, take that sort of weight of pressure off him of leading the sort of franchise. It, yeah, they're always dangerous when those two are on the floor. Yeah. And Aiton just looks like he's going to be a solid NBA player, doesn't he? Not necessarily an all-star or anything, but um, mm. he's good enough, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's a good sort of, third sort of throwback centre. Yeah. The Lakers and Clippers, meh, it's just, you know, it's, again, you're just waiting for the playoffs, aren't you, with these two teams? It's The Lakers obviously missed Anthony Davis and had some... Up and down. Lakers seem to be experimenting with how many teams like just letting letting games get close. Yeah. So players have got a bit of it. I mean, if it's true, it's good. If you know what I mean. But like, they don't give a fuck. They're not interested in putting teams away quickly when there's like early on or anything. Like, they're happy to let games get close and come out out where they may. Which you think would be genius to let players get loads of shots off in regular season when it's a bit oh the game's on the line here sort of thing. That could be really good training yeah uh, your blazers you see Montrez Hesel get get a T for saying and one the other day. did he got teed up for shouting and one Jesus like what steady on <laughs> literally yeah yeah. some of these technicals are getting ridiculous uh, it all is it's getting way ridiculous yeah. now it's getting a bit like football with the fucking replays as yeah. well oh god yeah don't get me going on that um, your blazers have been good and then Losing to shit teams and then it's the Blazers, isn't it? That's what they do. Yeah, it's um, still fun to watch, though. Yeah, do, that's, that's the Blazers. That's uh, what they do. I particularly enjoyed uh, Ennis Cantor's work. Like he had a he had a monster game the other night. It was like twenty two and twenty one rebounds or something. He's got that in him, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, he can do that. And, uh, and Mellow's uh, he just can't defend anybody. No, Mellow's having a lovely old time, isn't he? He's like, on that Derrick Rose like yeah. Renaissance second career. So yeah, we get CJ back and uh, your boy Nurkic. Uh, some of his suits, by the way, he's <laughs> sitting on the bench. Oh there will be a God. different team with those two back. Um, but we keep saying there'll be a different team with Nurkic back, and that's like what three years in a row now. I'd be yeah. looking to shot him if, if unless his deals running out. In which case, so long and thanks for all the sartorial pictures. Um, yeah, I think there's is a team option. Possibly a player option next year for only twelve million. So you're not paying him a great deal. Only twelve million. Fuck. So, yeah, as far as starting centers goes, that's not bad, is it? Um, so we'll John see. Collins well, might be on the market though. He could be. Yeah. Having I had think, a, yeah, a recalibration, he'll be wanting more than twelve million though. I think. I'd imagine. Yeah, but if you wait a while, if nobody's going to pay it, yeah, we shall see. I've quite enjoyed watching the Spurs this year. A young frisky bunch. I don't. I think we said in the last pod. Yeah. Um, they've been fun to watch and uh, pop getting a tune out of. Uh, the youngsters, uh, as he always does. You were out on the Pelicans last time we spoke. But, um, and I'm still out on the <laughs> Pelicans. Uh, they've handed the keys over to Zion now, it seems, though. and uh, uh, He's very effective. He's very effective. Yeah. Horrible to watch. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't, I don't get excited watching the Pelicans. A lot of people seem to. I, I think they're about where they should be. Yeah, they're all sort of scrapping for these last last places and playing places in the West, aren't they? Mm. Um I think we can safely uh, rule uh, Minnesota out at this stage. Uh, yeah, I think Minnesota, I don't know, they're, they're um, all gone. That's all, they're gone. Jobs for the boys, though. Woo! Uh, local, ex-local favourite, Chris Finch, uh, finally gets his uh, head coaching role in the NBA. Too much uh, which, mithering and stuff. Uh, which is, which is, when it comes to, like, professional coaching ladder is is that not me that's like a bottom rung to the top rung climb yeah really is um, i remember did you ever go to any sessions he did at norton college like basketball i don't think so no, i think no. I, I can honestly say i've uh, been coached albeit for about <laughs> 20 minutes by uh by an nba coach now um, yeah he used to uh, he used to come to some, he used to live next door but once while last so yeah finchy um really pleased for the lad obviously um Sheffield Sharks legend and all that, but uh, he's got his work cut out, hasn't he? Oh yes. I'm quite sure about the moves they've made there. I'm gonna say, as a Warriors fan, I've uh, <laughs> much rather have Andrew Wiggins and D'Angelo Russell, uh, having to having watched both of them over the last sort of two years. Um, he's a far better player, so um, they really seem to have dropped a bollock there for one. And um, 
It's just a really badly put together team, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just badly put together. It's kind of like what can you? That's all Minnesota was always going to be. Who the fuck wants to go there? Yeah, if it's always going to be what? What can you get? What yeah. you're left with? Malik Beasley pulling rifles out on people, not helping either. Really, he's probably one of their better players this year. Now yeah. he's uh, he's uh, he's sat on the on the naughty step, if you will. That's what people do to Guns get the are fuck. bad. Kids. So people, not in Minnesota, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure he's probably just uh, yeah having to defend himself, knowing what we know about that state. <laughs> yeah, so you know, can't blame him. But yeah. but yeah, that's what I'd be doing to get the fuck out of there too. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're a mess. Houston have just absolutely fucking created. Like zero and ten or something aren't they, the last ten games. They're, um, I should tell you what they are. I think they got. I think they've lost their last ten. Yeah, they're not on a good run. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, no, you can say that again. Boogie Woo! Cousins. Back in street clothes as well. They've moved on from him and talking about players who are probably done. Um, yep, that's that's that probably way. it for Boogie now. You'd think so. Not even 30, is he? Uh, no. Is he 30? Um, but um, you're just not recovering from those kind of injuries, are you, to be any kind of defensive presence anymore? He's just a big lump at this point, isn't he? Yeah, it? a big immobile yeah. lump, mm. and you can't get back. The Warriors, has a, keeps, they're a 500 team. Yeah, say. Shame yeah. about Clay. Yeah. I've enjoyed the Kent Bazemore revival. <laughs> to be honest, uh, he's had some moments, and Kelly Uber has really picked it up. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, they are. They are. Corey's always fun. Um, are we going to do our All Star draft? Let's the alternative All Stars. Let's do it. Let's do it. If you've listened over the years, you know we uh, we shun the usual All Star debates. It started off as the tremendous upside All Stars, isn't it? Yeah. And then um, became the uh, alternative All Stars, if you will. It was very nearly going to be called the Mike Conley All Stars this year. Gerald Green, uh, almost we dealt with that. Yeah. The Gerald Green All Stars uh, for a while. In honour of the players who aren't quite good enough to make the All Star team or haven't made the All Star team, but um, don't play any defence. No. Usually, yeah. You know. Usually one trick ponies. They're likeable characters around the league. Yeah. Uh, the rules are we draft them. 12-man rosters. Yeah, um, 12. In some kind of semblance of a team which would play in a make-believe competitive game. <laughs> we sometimes used to play this out on the NBA Live, didn't we? Yeah. 12-man rosters. Do you want to go first, Gavin? I'll give you the first pick since you're the guest. First pick. Um, okay. Build your team. So, this, this one I'm going for. Uh, a player who has... Had a remarkable rival on a team I've just talked. Yeah, I'm going to say the line kind of here is like the Aaron Fox, Miles Turner. Yeah. It's your borderline all-stars who aren't quite there. Yeah. And anything below that is acceptable. So, yeah, sorry. Fire away. I'm going for a player who's having an amazing renaissance, sort of, uh, on a player on a team I've just talked a mad amount of shit on. But uh, I'm going to go Jordan Clarkson. Ooh, he was on my list. Sixth man of the year, clearly, yeah. this year. He's... Um He's having a great time. Yeah. I'm sure about his tattoos. Yeah. These tattoos of like babies and stuff people have on there. It's very strange. It's very odd. Yeah, very odd. Uh, yeah. We Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, I like it. Jordan He's, Clarkson. Um, my first choice. Cross him off my list. Mm, set the tone for this team. What kind of team are we going to be? Lots of bigs out there. I'm really there struggling with big. guards. Yeah. But um, there is lots of bigs. So possibly go guard here. Yeah, I'm going to go my point guard. Um, it's going to have a defensive identity this team. Um, Deontay Murray of the uh, of the Spurs. Okay. Like his work, rangy, long arms, gets in the passing lanes. Yeah. So it's going to be a swarming style for uh, for my squad here. So yeah, Deontay Murray, six five. I'm going for another guard. I'm going for a guard. I think guards are going to go to premium here. Yep, I'm going for early, going in hard on a guard. Uh, I'm going for a player who, if you don't know. Had a fucking astonishing night the other night. Uh, set a franchise record for steals in a triple-double. Beloved by every set of fans, I'm sure, who ever watches him play. I'm struggling to think. TJ McConnell. Oh, he did, yeah. He TJ did have a... TJ McConnell. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he get... Was it a triple-double with steals? Triple-double. And, uh, yeah, he broke a franchise... I don't know if 
if you got rebounds. But yeah, he's fucking for fran- the Pacers, the Indiana Pacers franchise record for steals as well. Can remember when we went to see Philly, there was loads of people in McConnell jerseys. Yeah, yeah, Philly that's what I mean. I, I think he embodies the spirit of our all stars. Okay, plucky, I like it. Yeah. Okay. CJ McConnell. Okay. Well, it's toss up between two guys. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna show him some love. G'day, mate. As the uh, Spurs commentators like to say, Patty Mills. You Ex- Patty? Yeah, we're for Patty. Hit an open shot. Yeah. Nice next to John. Hey, that's two Spurs though, isn't it? It's all right. That's all right. That's fine. I don't care. I'm going for Patty Mills. Spurs. Yeah, I like him. He's in. Patty Mills. Okay. Following on with the guards at a premium, I am going to go with Colin Sexton. You're going three guards already. Three guards. Sexton. Colin Sexton. The sex machine. Yep. Uh, yeah, I guess he's in that zone. He's not. Can't see him making an all-star team. I mean, he's still pretty young, but still pretty young. But yeah, I don't think there's any. If we we're going to allow Darren, the Aaron Fox, I thought is he coming off the bench? And is he spark plug or are you going? He's one of the yeah. I think. Well, I don't know if he's my starting. I think okay. T.J. McCollum might come off okay. the bench. I don't know. All right, Colin Sexton. I'm not sure. Seems like I'm going sort of defensive-minded. I'm going to go Miles Turner. He's right there. He's kind of that. You could see him possibly being all-star one year, couldn't you? But. Seems unlikely. We might have seen point. it. Yeah. If we were going to. If it was going to by now, it's a bit Mike Conley's. Yeah, yeah I've got no problem so with that one. I go Miles Turner. Um, good shot blocker. Mm. Can step out and hit a three. That's my big. Okay, so I'm going to go for a big then. I am going to go for the. Uh, this is a, a one season thing so far, but I'm going for Chris Butcher of the Butcher. Tampa Bay Raptors. <laughs> Uh, Averages two blocks a game and knocking down threes at forty-five like percent a clip. He was on the uh, Warriors G League team mm. a few years ago. And I was, he was super skinny mm. and just got knocked about a bit, but you could see it. You could see he was like potential was there and stuff. And I do like him. He's a good player. Stretch bigger up as yeah. off like like Rudy Gobert's like rim protection yeah. with a three. Yeah, he's good. I, like, I do like. <laughs> yep, him. I'll I take that. Like well. I'd take him over Rudy Gobert any day. Wow, strong words. Is it? Is it? I'm sure it is, to be honest. 45% made threes, and it's not like he's shooting two. Chris Boucher. Is it Boucher? 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 Bobby? Bobby Boucher. Bobby to his mates. (laughs) (laughs) Good God. I get these boys mixed up. The Bridges boys mm. with Mikal, who I like, and Miles, who I really like. Mm. Just looks like he wants to kill people every time he dunks on them. Uh, so I'm going to go Miles Bridges. Bastard. Is um, he on your list? He was. Yeah, he's uh, he's a great watch. He's a big one him for my the, wings, yeah. Him and uh, Lamello Ball are uh, having a great old time. He's a no mercy. Yeah, he's uh, he likes punishing people. Yeah, he's, uh, he's going to be throwing down the alley-oops. A power forward, I think, for me. Like this team already. RJ Barrett. Oh, okay. All right. That's four guards now. Ball handling types. Ball handling types. Yeah. Oh, I like Le- A lefty. Yep. Coming on, getting RJ better. Barrett, okay. Um, okay. I'll match your lefty okay. with another one. Uh, repeat offender on this team. Uh, it seems to get picked every year. It's Jingling Joe. Jingling Ingles. Joe Ingles. Yeah. He's. Um, yeah, hitting step back threes now, which is uh, <laughs> it's incredible. Okay. I am going to go for, I think it's an obvious one, to be honest. Alex Caruso. He's on my list, yeah. Plays hard. Plays hard. Yeah. Finally admitted defeat with the hair. Follically challenged. Trying to hide it that. with the headband, but yep. now we all know what's going on, mate. That's Just cool. I'm all right Get with rid that. of it. Um, Alex Caruso, I like it. Very guard heavy here, Gav. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got no wings at all. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Six five and under team. Yeah. Well, I've got my starting five. Um, we go we go small or we go big. One okay. of the two. Um, more shooting, I think, needed. Um, I'm gonna go Joe Harris of the Nets, gunning off the bench, mm. possibly, or even starting. Uh, yeah, Joe Harris. So who have I got now? One, two, three, four. Getting a lot of open seven. looks on that Brooklyn team. I am going to go for... You've got six at the minute. Six, okay. I am going to throw in some token height. So I am going to throw in one of my favourite players to watch for all the sort of unexciting reasons. I'm going for Larry Nance Jr. 
He was on my list as well. Yeah, I like Larry. <laughs> so, He's built to be part of an amazing team. <laughs> some some kid on Twitter, I can't remember who it was, um, <laughs> typo the other day, put Larry Nonst Jr. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head now. It's unfortunate. Typo. <laughs> um, not for a minute that we're suggesting that Larry... Is a nonsense like <laughs> juniors? Oh dear. Clearly not. His father won for first dunk contest. I was watching yeah, this yeah. morning. Yeah. Larry Nance yeah. and Larry Nance Junior. Yeah. No, that's. I like it. What would you play him at? Power forward. Power forward. Yeah. Juniors. Okay. Uh, what else do I need here? Maybe need another, another big possibly. I'm gonna have to take Ennis Canter just for lols. Yeah, coming off the bench, Good spelling shot. Miles Turner, hmm. scoring and rebounding. Not a great deal else, but oh, yeah. bring a bit of joy to the team. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of life to the party. Light-hearted Ennis, friend oh. of the show, obviously. Yeah, what's up, everybody? This is Ennis here from Boston Celtics. Just want to give a quick shout-out to Dylan, giving him Mike, the pick-and-roll boys. Lots of guards, here you go. Mm. I'm going to go with Thomas Robinson the third. Right, okay. Thomas Robinson the third. Remind me who he plays for again. The Knicks. The centre. No, you mean um, not Thomas. Is that Thomas? I get this wrong. Definitely not yeah, Thomas. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> You're thinking of Mitchell Robinson. I'm yeah. talking about Thomas Robinson. Yeah, there was a Thomas. He's not in the story. league anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A very unfortunate story. Yeah, I can't remember. Got kicked out of college. Did he? Yeah. Um, from... That was it. I was telling somebody's story, but yeah, he was at the Blazers for a bit. And then, he was. And the Nuggets yeah. before disappearing. But um, I think he was kicked out under those rules that um, his mum, he was in the West Coast. His mum and sister were over on the East. His mum died, leaving like his 12-year-old sister there. Uh, he was all cut up, had to go home. His coach took him to the airport and bought him a sandwich and he got done for accepting gratuities. Oh, really? And yeah, his college career was screwed by someone retarded like that. Right. His coach was like, I wanted to buy him the ticket. Like, this guy turned up, worked hard. He's in pieces. He's got to go home and suddenly become the guardian of his little sister. He was on the Lakers, wasn't he, last time? I think he plays in China now somewhere. But I do remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Thomas Robinson. I get them mixed up a bit. That's my fault. You can't have him because he's not in the league. Yeah, Mitchell Robinson. You can't have Mitchell Robinson. That's fine. That's who I meant. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, I like it. He's been injured, hasn't he? Yeah. I'll, every time he plays, I like him. Yeah. One of those chases, chases blocks and don't care about being on the long end of one. Okay. Um, need more wings, possibly. Mm. Or shooting. I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Seth Curry. Mm. Some more shooting off the bench. Reliable. Can play a bit of point if need be. Then I am going to go for... Derek Jones, Jr. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I like it, yeah. He's come on a bit of late. He's uh, he's flying around. I want to like catch it. alley-oops, that's yeah. all. It's that kind of game. That's yeah. all I want him for. Airplane mode. Yep. To his mates. Still not, feel like I need another guard. I'm going to go Malcolm Brogdon. I don't think he's ever going to make an all-star team. He just seems to mm. lack that elite-level athleticism. Mm. But um, a very steady player, nonetheless. An adult in the room Yeah. with these lads. Maybe we'll be one of the better players. Uh, yeah, Malcolm Brogdon, the president for me. I need somebody else who can shoot. I'm going to put these teams together. There's a um, there's a thing on five thirty eight you can do where you build a team and it'll yeah. show you the outlook. So uh, I'll endeavour to do that with these teams to see who's drafted best. And I'm going to go with Buddy Love. Buddy Healed. Buddy Healed. Yeah, he's had a little resurgence of Youngest late. Youngest player he? to reach a thousand threes. Really or quickest <laughs> in terms of oh, right. in terms of games is played. That based on the age he told the league he was when he first yeah, came yeah. league, or no, his I mean, actual age? Yeah, on games played, <laughs> not okay, his age. Yeah. Okay. Just to avoid that. <coughs> just to avoid that. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Him and Malik Monk seem to. I always sort of compare them two to each other because they were like massively hyped, yeah. sort of coming out of college and stuff. And they both had a bit of a revival of late, so uh, good to see. Okay, Buddy Heald, I like it. Yeah. What else do I need here? Do I need another big? Maybe need another defensive big. I did like Christian Wood's work. He was on 
I think he was on my team last year. He was on my list. Then, but he got hurt, didn't he? Mm. Um, so, not that should. Dario Savage had a little revival at <laughs> Phoenix. Of I've always had a soft spot for it. <laughs> Dario Savage's three-week revival. I know, oh, it, it really is oh. as well. If, uh, is it Dario Savage season? I don't, don't think it's even three weeks. It's, about it's, like, it, it's, like those, it's like those Japanese blossoms which only bloom for always a week. Want, I always liked him on Philly. I just thought, he's going to be good. He just didn't get... Well, I'm not going didn't. Dario. Um, <laughs> <Isn't>. <laughs> I'm gonna go Jarrett Allen. Uh, on my list. Yep. For fucking styling it out. On my if seat. I was gonna do that, I decided. Can't believe I'm not, in Cleveland. I'm not said him yet because I've got Colin Sexton and Larry Nance. So <laughs> I'm gonna say. I'm gonna I can't go mad. Uh, it was it him or Sergi Barker? Never an All Star again. Another. So I'm all right with that. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm all right with that. No, I, can, no, I, I can live with that. A decent player. Hmm. Um, I think he's probably featured in the past. Team. Mm. And Thadion can, I don't know, yeah. start some sort of chat room where they can <laughs> about it with it. Seems yeah. I've never seen Thadion play years ago. He seems like he's about 40 odd now. It's mental. Yeah. Anyway, he's become an old man in the league. It's very well, strange. That's what happens when you go trade to the Bulls. He's just out of sight, out of mind. Um, okay, of yeah, Bulls, Jarrett Allen for me. Yep. Speaking of Bulls, I'm going to go for Lara Markkanen. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. The Finnish Larry Bird. I like Lara Markkanen. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'm the, uh, I can't say I watch a great deal of the Bulls. I'm Nobody does. No, no. Don't beat yourself up on that. That's <laughs> fine. Larry Markkanen. Zach Levine got the nod finally. Finally, Been bigging him up. Bradley Beal's hard a starter. to argue with the fucking numbers though. Yeah, it's like, Bradley Beal's a starter. I know, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So James Harden's on bench, <laughs> but Bradley Beal's a starter. Yeah. Who the fuck? What Chinese bot is he employed <laughs> to make all them fucking votes? Woo! Talk about. Hey, I don't know about the US, but I've got some questions about that election integrity. Jesus, Jesus. Is, is there Russian involvement here? <laughs> Remember the Chinese used to dupe it for Yao Ming every year? Don't get the Bradley Beal thing. But, uh, okay, uh, right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Is that you done? I've got one more, I think. Yeah, you've got, you got one more. So I've got two. So right, who have I got? I've got guards. I'm going to go Gary Trent Jr. Fuck it. Why not? Score off the bench. I like him. Some juniors in here. Larry, Gary. <laughs> Larry and Gary. Uh, I am going to say... Some good old-fashioned quality names on here. Colin. It's good to have a Colin. Good Colin. Derek. <laughs> Look at this. Gary. I've got Colin, Chris, Derek, Larry. Yeah. Christ can... knows what RJ sounds like. Keep your fucking lamellos. I am going to go with my final choice. I'm going to go with Kelly Oubre Jr. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's had a... After a rough start, yeah. he's, uh, he's really come on. Yeah, okay. I liked his work when he was in Phoenix. All right, I can either go best available player here or someone. I just want some Tobias Harris still out there, you know. Welcome to him. <laughs> um, mm, keeping with my uh, defensive mindset, swarming style of this team. I'm going to go OG Anobi, the Brit. He's coming in. Okay. All arms. Stopper. All arms. Six eight. Deal with that, Gav. <laughs> we'll deal with that. I think that's it. Yeah. The draft is in. That is it. The draft. To talk you through your team. Woo. We got Jordan Clarkson, TJ McConnell, Colin Sexton, RJ Barrett, and Alex Caruso, and Buddy Heald. Guard heavy. Guard heavy. We're going mobile. And then Laurie Markin and Larry Nance Jr., Chris Boucher, Mitchell, don't call me Thomas, Robinson, <laughs> <laughs> and Kelly Oubre Jr., and Derek Jones Jr., all the juniors. All the juniors. It's junior heavy. Yeah. Uh, up against the mighty squad of Deontay Murray, Patty Mills, uh, Joe Ingalls, Miles Bridges, Miles Turner, the Mileses, Gary Trent Jr., Seth Curry. Joe Harris, Ennis Cantor, Malcolm Brogdon, Jarrett Allen, and OG Ananobi. What a team. It's quite short, though. It's not. It's fine. Don't need to be. Miles Turner, Ennis, a couple of 6'11 dudes. All right. Don't worry about it. Jarrett Allen. He's in there. We'll be fine. I like my chances. Hmm. There you go. Thought that's worth <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Hope you had 
Fun? Yeah. <laughs> Honoured. Yeah, yeah, should be honour honour for these lads to be named. Uh, so, what honourable mentions who have you got on your list that didn't make uh, it? Fred Van Vliet on mine too. Yeah, um, Harrison Barnes, who's quietly fuck off. <laughs> Stop, dump, like that. Jesus Christ, that's like a whale on the beach that died three <laughs> weeks ago that you're still trying to roll back into the sea. Oh, is that a, a, a soft oh, spot for Rex? Go back, Willie. No, no. <laughs> um... If he was any good, the Spurs, the, like the Kings, wouldn't be so shit. <laughs> Rashawn Holmes, yep. another talking of Kings, he was on there. I like it. he's feisty. Really, all the Kings are on my yeah. list. Um, Jalen Brunson, I like. It just seems like an adult in the room, knows what to mm. do. He's not going to fuck things up for you. Not flashy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, just lack of guards. I've really struggled. What's going down the list? So I had, but I thought that these look like they might be really good. Were uh, Darius Garland. Yeah, yeah. And Keldon Johnson. I like Keldon Johnson. I think he they're both still the they're both still in like that sophomore yeah. like no Not I can't quite pick there, it. Yeah. 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 Mikel Bridges as well, obviously. Yes, Mikel Bridges. Phoenix, yeah, yeah. I, I toyed with t- picking him. Yeah. Uh, Who else did I have? Darren Fox. Like Boban for the comedy. Yeah, yeah. I think Boban's featured in the past, hasn't it? It's he? that kind of game, isn't it? It is that kind of game, Gavin. It's, it's that kind of game. Fun should be hard by all. Uh, uh yeah, Christian Wood it. was on mine, DeAndre Ayton. I think I'd have had him if he'd not got injured. Mm. Yeah. Malik Beasley was in with the shout, possibly. But no, yeah. the Timberwolves, they stink too much. <laughs> I can't have any Timberwolves. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, I we... thought about John Collins, but then I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, John Collins was on my list as well, actually. But um, I just, mm, Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought I'll go for Boucher. I like the pig, Butcher, yeah. Rubbing down with potted meat. You've got Rubbing a, down with yeah. potted meat, he's in there. He's in there, that lad, yeah. I liked, oh yeah. Two blocks a game averaging. And 45% from free. Not to be sniffed at. Not to be sniffed at. No, not too shoddy at all. That's floor um, spacing to make room for all the fucking guards I've got. <laughs> can see Alex Caruso in that headband there. Catching alley-oops. Um, so yeah, I guess it's going to be trades and stuff uh, coming up. Yeah. Uh, next time we'll uh, see anything that'll be interesting anyway because yeah. shit will be exactly the same yeah um, yeah just can't playoffs now please it's yeah it's dragging I hope we could have shorted this season lads oh yeah. god yeah until next time check us out in all the usual places like subscribe rate and um, yeah please try and get a few guests on in the next few weeks hmm. and uh, as we get closer to the playoffs yeah until then can we just also can I just say it's has the NBA been a wor- can you recall it been a worse product to watch? I've not watched as many games as I time. usually do uh, this year. I will admit, there's kind of four or five teams I will flick on, and your Blazers, the Warriors, I'm struggling the Knicks, to do more um, like I'm the Spurs, doing like little spurts yeah, of teams. Uh, I don't like watching just highlights because you can't no, pick you up really... a thing. You don't see anybody, no. so I like watching quarters here but and there. The teams but... they're picking for the national televised games like the Pelicans and like I, I don't need to watch any more Celtics games thank you yeah. ESPN and TNT um, it's just not getting the pulse but I mean there's just there's nobody in the Clippers arenas. games as well it's like it's really? like, yeah. it's like listen, reminds me of listening to uh, it reminds you know because they've got like oh we've got 2,000 fans here yeah because these big empty feels like when you're a little kid in in, in in shallow end at Sheaf Valley and you could hear Big Pool, <laughs> all noise from Big Pool echoing around the other side and being like, what's through there? Like, it's just, just yeah. a horrible product to watch. It's not been great, no. Um, You've been so stretch. desperate to make it all back. Yeah. I've missed the VR as well because that was really good. Yep. And um, I don't know what the crack is with that with the Oculus thing who... Facebook or whoever's took it mm. over now, but I've heard very bad reviews from any on anything I've looked at. So, um, but yeah, that was seemed to have gone backwards from that, which was yeah, which is a shame because that was, you know, I know you enjoyed watching the VR games last year. I fucking loved that. Yeah, um, so that, I've missed that, but um, no, it's not been great by by any stretch. I've definitely found myself watching a lot less games than I, I have in previous years, um, and there's obviously a reason for that. Last time it was this bad was like 2002 when everybody had shorts over their knees and cornrows with a headband and like and ones with zips on them. Yeah. Or something mm-hmm. like, you know, it was just like, ooh, and the league didn't really know where it was going. Yeah, it wasn't a particularly In terms great of like, it was the basketball was poor in those years, but like, it's just it's a horrible product to watch with these empty stadiums and things. Like, yeah. They were smart that have shown us less of this, not 
tried to ram in a full season. Yeah, the sheer amount of games, some of the sort of four in five nights and stuff that's going to be happening as they attempt to play catch up it is not good. Um, it doesn't bode well for <laughs> injuries, that's for sure. So we shall see. Um, Gavin, thanks for your time. No problem. Thanks for the draft. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. See Peace you later. out. He's the coach of the East Coast. Like when he plays, he's great as a head coach. With his staff, Dick Helm and Brian Winters. They join together with trainer Al Domenico. A better staff than coach, you will never know. Yeah, they coach the All-Stars. Pat Riley, the GQ head coach. It's showtime. For the West Coast, with the staff, Bill Burke, Randy Pufun, and the trainer, Ray Milky, Ori on the standpoint, they're coaching all-stars. 